Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to Down the Pipeline podcast. My name is Danielle, aka Danny Do It All, and I am your host. I am a financial educator, I am a faith coach, and I am a firm believer in my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Hopefully, prayerfully, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, right? In Jesus' name, I pray you are a part of the family. I pray your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. <laughs> All right, but if it's not, we can definitely get that taken care of for sure. Um, I am here just to help you navigate your faith walk, help you uh, live and learn and love the um, the Word of our Lord and um, just build your faith. You know, Romans 10 and 17 says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And that word, um, word (laughs) there in the ancient Greek means rhema, which means a spoken word and utterance straight from the mouth of God. So that's what I am here to help you receive. Amen. Amen. Um, I am so again, blessed really to be here with you today, just to share with us, saith the Lord, And um, this is going to be part two to last week's episode that um, is entitled Preparation is Paramount. Preparation is Paramount. Paramount meaning um, having uh, utmost importance or supreme, right? Preparation is supreme. So um, last week we talked about 2 Kings chapter 3, one of my favorite um, passages in the entire Bible. And now we're just going to mosey on over to 2 Kings chapter 4. This is a very uh, familiar um, passage of scripture in the body of Christ. It preaches really well. (laughs) Um, But it is about the widow's oil being multiplied. About the widow's oil being multiplied. Um, I just think it's beautiful how uh, these two passages of scripture are just one right after the other, taking something that didn't look like it was enough, uh, like the Israelite strength in chapter three and the uh, widow's oil in chapter four, in chapter four, and just watching and seeing how God multiplied um, and made them more than enough, more, 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 more than enough, right? So we're just going to jump right on in there. I Actually, it's only seven verses, so I'm just going to read it to you if you don't mind. If you do mind, you can definitely skip through, but um, you should definitely read it for yourself. It's really, really good. So, and I'm reading from the Christian Standard Bible. This is 2 Kings chapter 4, verses 1 through 7, and verse 1, 1 reads, One of the wives of the sons of the prophets cried out to Elisha, Your servant, my husband, has died. You know that your servant feared the Lord. Now the creditor is coming to take my two children as his slaves. Verse 2 says, Elisha asked her, what can I do for you? Tell me, what do you have in the house? She said, your servant has nothing in the house except a jar of oil. Then he said, go out and borrow empty containers from all your neighbors. Do not just get a few. Then go in and shut the door behind you and your sons and pour oil into all these containers. Set the full ones to the side. Verse 5 says, so she left. After she had shut the door behind her and her sons, they kept bringing her containers and she kept pouring. When they were full, she said to her son, bring me another container. But he replied, there aren't any more. Then the oil stopped. Verse 7 says, she went and told the man of God. And he said, go, 
sell the oil, and pay your debt. You and your sons can live on the rest. Amen. So, 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 so good. So, the first thing that that stuck out to me in this passage was think about your exceptions. Think about um, those things that you don't think you can use. Think about that thing that you have pushed off in the corner, in the corner of your house, in the corner of your mind, in the corner of your heart. Think about those things that you don't see any value in. Think about those things that you that you may think or see as ordinary. Think about those things. You see in verse 2, she says, your servant has nothing, nothing in the house. I don't have anything in this house except a jar of oil. And I doubt she even wanted to mention that because he's, she probably was thinking in the back of her mind like, baby, what you finna do with this little bit of oil that I got in my house? But I mean, I got it in the house. You asked me what I had. He asked her what I had in the house. And um, she told him what she had in the house, which was nothing except a jar of oil. Except a jar of oil. So that old business plan that you, you know, you just don't know how you're going to flesh that thing out. You know, well, everybody, you know, somebody else did something like this. So I'm just going to, I'm just not going to do it. No, ma'am. No, sir. Honestly, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do about do that. So think about your exceptions. I don't have anything in this house except this microphone. <laughs> I don't have anything in this house except my laptop. Baby, you could start a billion dollar business from your laptop. I don't have anything in this house except except whatever you got, except my phone. I don't have anything in this house except except except. So think about what you. Um, think about your exceptions and think about that thing that you don't think you can use. Another point that uh, was um, brought to my attention, he said when he told her to um, go out and borrow empty containers from all your neighbors and do not just get a few. Do not just get a few. So do not do just the bare minimum in your preparation. I saw a post from a creator the other uh, today, actually, that said, um, "We are so we have so much audacity to just be giving God the bare minimum. Like, how dare we? And that's big fat facts. How dare we? How dare her take a prophet who she knows she's a, who she knows is a man of God, and just go get one? Well, he said, don't get a few. I mean, he said, don't don't get a don't get just a few but i mean i only have one jar of oil so i don't know what we're gonna do too many questions too many questions too much logic too much logic do not settle for the bare minimum in your preparation just like the um last week when we talked about digging the ditches god didn't say dig as many ditches you know as your body can dig as many ditches as you know you think i can fill no he said fill this valley with ditches as many as humanly possible fill this valley with ditches fill this valley with ditches do not when god gives you a word when god gives you a, a, an order when god gives you a direction do not just do the bare minimum do as much as you can get as many as you can dig as many ditches as you can send out as many contracts as you can um Come up with many ideas, as many ideas as you can. Do as much as you can and then let God do the rest. Do as much as you can. 
And the oil was really interesting to me because um, oil allows things to flow. You know, when, when people are, when we say, you know, you are anointed for this, you're anointed for that. Oh, she got the oil. Oh, he got the oil. You know what I'm saying? Oil allows things to flow. So back then, oil was used to keep bugs and things from sticking to and getting caught in the sheep's uh, wool. Oil was also used as a, um, as a, um, what's the word? A representation of the Holy Spirit or, um, the oil was also poured on Kings when, um, they were anointed to be the King of Israel, or the King of Judah, right? So again, oil allows you to slide or allows you to, oil gives you ease. Um, oil gives you a flow. So when you're prepared and giving God room to work the miracles, when you present yourself as a willing vessel. So as she presented all of these pots and pans that she got from her neighbor, the oil, the oil that flowed, the oil that's going to flow with you as you're as you're doing what you're anointed to do, the oil that's going to flow. When you present yourself as a as a um, as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, the oil that's going to flow is going to help you slide through situations in life that you used to get stuck in. So that's what that's why you have to do what you're anointed to do. That's why you got to seek the face of God and ask Him, Lord, what have you left me here to do? What have you anointed me to do? What have you called me to do? Where is your oil sending me? How is your oil flowing in my life? Right. So I um, there is another verse that I uh, that just that the Holy Spirit just dropped into my spirit. And um, I can't remember exactly what it is, but it says something along the lines of he uh, you he guides me. He teaches me and he instructs me in the way that I should go. So randomly, not so randomly, but randomly to me, I looked up the word teach. Right. Because uh, I believe, well, I'm just not even going to say I believe because obviously, but God has called me to teach. God, God has called me to teach, to coach, to train, to instruct, to mentor. Right. So I looked up the word teach. I thought I knew what teach meant, but I wanted to look, look it up. It was so interesting, y'all. The word teach in Hebrew means to and I'm not looking at anything so forgive me if I take a couple pauses the word teach means to shoot to cast and to pour to shoot to cast and to pour oh so good okay I'm gonna tell you why so good so I did not understand and this is this is why you have to partner with the Holy Spirit when you read the Word of God because if you don't read the word of God with the Holy Ghost, then it's literally not going to make any sense to you. So I asked God, I was like, yeah, I, I don't know if it was when I was reading the Bible at night before I went to sleep or if I was reading it in the morning when I woke up, but it was either late or it was early. And I was just like, well, Lord, I don't understand what this means. So you might give me some revelation. Okay. And he did. He, it, again, the word teach means to shoot, to cast, to, um, to pour. He told me, I'm going to teach you and I'm going to shoot you out like an arrow. I'm going to teach you and I'm going to cast you out like a net to bring people in. 
I'm going to teach you and I'm going to pour you like oil on situations and people for which I've anointed you. Oil pours from the hands of God to help you slide through situations in life that you used to get stuck in. Oil allows oil allows you to go through life to be guided, to be guided, to be to be instructed by God, to be taught by God. It leads you places. It smooths things out. It allows you to glide easily. It allows you to flow smooth uh smooth smoothly in a smooth way. Is smoothly a word? No, whatever. Um the oil also allows things that was really a tangent. It wasn't a tangent. It kind of it kind of flowed together and it wasn't in my notes, but I just wanted to share that with y'all. The word teach and I'm going to find that scripture, but it's it, it has the word guide, teach, and instruct in it, and it's in Psalms. I want to say it's like 32 and something, but I'm really not sure. But that just really blessed me. But the oil allows things that used to irk you. Like, remember how I told you that the oil back in the day was used to, get the, to keep the bugs and stuff off the sheep? So the oil also allows things that used to irk you. And get on your nerves and under your skin to glide right off. It allows you to glide right off. And her oil, the widow's oil, kept pouring and pouring and pouring and pouring and pouring because she had all these vessels. Because she was prepared. Because she heard the word of the Lord and she immediately acted. Are you immediately acting when you hear the word of the Lord? Are you, um, this all came about honestly because I was talking to God in my prayer time and I was like, Lord, you know, I want to be, um, it's funny cause I said, God, I want to be a podcaster. I want to be a coach. I want to be a teacher. I want to help people understand your word better. And then the Holy Spirit said the clear, the Korea thing, and it shall be established. And I switched my language and I switched my language and I said, I am a podcaster because I'm literally podcasting. <laughs> it's just, I was feeling discouraged because I hadn't done it in a couple weeks. So, but I, I switched my language and I started to decree. I said, I am a podcaster. I am a teacher. I am a coach. I am a mentor. I am the one that um, helps people uh, understand your word better. God, I am. And he was like, good. Okay. So now I need you to do the podcast. Now I need you to um, draft up uh, speaking speaking engagement contracts. Now I need you to get your uh, coaching curriculum in order. Now I need you to um, set up curriculum for classes that you're going to teach. He needs me to prepare. He needs you to prepare. If you're wanting to be a wife, you're wanting to be a husband, are you prepared? Are you preparing? Are you men, are you prepared, as Ephesians 5 says, to wash your wife in the water of the word? Are you prepared to love your wife as Christ loved the church so much that he gave his life for her? Are you prepared to do what it says in, I, I just read it the other day, in 1 Peter chapter 3. Um, and it says to love your wife so your prayers won't be hindered. Are you ready to love your wife like that? Uh, women, are you ready to be the favor that your man needs when he finds you? 
The Bible says in Proverbs 18, I think 22, he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains and obtains favor from the Lord. Are you going to give are you going to help that man obtain favor from the Lord or are or are you going to be a hindrance to him? Are you uh, a Proverbs 31 woman? Are you getting up? Are you uh, reaching out to the poor? Are you extending your hands to the needy? Are you um, uh, assessing your investments and your vineyards? Are you doing all the things that, that Jesus, that virtuous, my God, that virtuous woman did? Because I took a look at that the other day and I shut my Bible closed. I was like, my God, I got some work to do. You hear me? But are you doing those things? Are you preparing for what you're praying for? Are you preparing for what you're praying for? So prepare y'all. Ask God, what, what have you called me to do? Who am I? Who am I in the realm of the spirit? When I ask God that question almost every time and I go to sleep, he gives me dreams of me speaking in front of crowds every time, every time. And it's crazy. It's crazy. I said, Lord, that's how you see me. That's how you see me. <laughs> it's so crazy. <laughs> but it's you know he'll he'll l listen to him who uh asks it will be answered to him who seeks he will find to him who knocks the door shall be open if you ask god he's gonna show you he's gonna answer if you seek god you're gonna find god right if you seek god if you ask for god you're gonna get god i promise um and if you ask him like with the you know with the right heart you're gonna get him so dang what was I going? What was I saying? I don't know. But preparation is paramount. Is is the subject. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for an anchor. <laughs> preparation is paramount in this season. So, um, another a couple things you have to change your verbiage. Change your verbiage. Like I did this morning. I said, God, I want to be A, B, and C, and He said, decree it. So I said, I am A, B, and C. And don't forget, God is the great I am. So when you say, I am wealthy, you're bringing God into that situation. That's his name, I am. When Moses asked him, who do I say sent me? He said, tell them the I am that I am. Oh, hey, ha! man, that is so good. Thank you, Lord. Oh, I just love him so much, y'all. Woo. He said, tell them that I am that I am sent you. So when you say, I am wealthy, you're bringing God into your financial situation. I am healed. You're bringing God into your into your infirmity or your sickness or your illness. When you say, I am whole, you're bringing God into your brokenness. When you say, I am loved, you're bringing God into, you know, you being lovable. <laughs> but when you also say, I am sick, I am ashamed, I am guilty, I am. The enemy has been trying to get me to say a lot lately. I am tired. I'm tired. Oh, I'm tired. I'm tired. I am tired. I am tired. I am tired. The devil is a liar. He's a liar. He's a liar. He is a liar. He's a liar. And so now I've been trying to, you know, Lord, you give strength to the weary, Father. Give me strength. Give me energy, God, because I've been trying to get off. I've been trying to limit my caffeine intake y'all pray for me okay pray for me if you have a relationship with the holy ghost and with jesus christ pray for me if not it's okay thanks but no thanks um but yeah you're gonna bring him into your situation when you say i am because that's who he is that's who he is that's who he is and one more thing i wanted to uh, tell y'all about this uh passage before i let y'all go 
verse number seven in second Kings chapter four says she went and told the man of God and he said, go sell the oil and pay your debt. Go sell the oil and pay your debt and you and your sons can live on the rest. I'm going to read that again. She said she went and told the man of God and he said, go sell the oil and pay your debt. You and your sons can live on the rest. Now, let me tell you what this lady got from just her one jar of oil that she had in her house that she didn't really deem was anything. She got a job because she was what? Filling the, filling the, filling the oil, filling the pots and the pans with the oil. She got a job. So she had work. She had work. She had a debt payoff strategy. Come on now. Come on now. Financial educator. She had a debt payoff strategy. If you need a debt payoff strategy, hit me up. Okay. Hit me up. A debt payoff strategy. And she kept, she, this lady got passive income because he told her to live on the rest. Come on. This woman got a, this woman had a, a full-time job, a part, a, a job. This woman got a debt, a debt payoff strategy and she got passive income out of that. So don't tell God you don't have anything. Don't tell God what you don't have. Tell him, ask him to show you, Father, what do I have in my house? Father, what do I have in my house? Like Elisha asked her, tell me, what do you have in the house? Take some time. Take inventory of your house. You know? You got some stuff in there that can get you some, that can that can put you to work, that can pay off your debts, and I'm talking to me, and that can earn you some passive income. And with that being said, I'm going to let y'all go. You guys, wish me a happy birthday, Okay. <laughs> wish me a happy birthday my birthday is on july 16th it is a sunday so your girl will be in church praising her father probably gonna be on my face i'm probably gonna be dancing and shouting and leaping and jumping around and i'm so excited for it amen amen i never really go to church on my um on my birthday weekend because i'm usually out of town but this time i decided to stay in dallas and just do something with my and not just and do something with my friends here so wish me happy birthday um connect with me <laughs> on social media at danny do it all ent and at down the pipeline pod um leave me nice comments for my birthday i'm just really excited i'm gonna be 32 <laughs> i'm gonna be 30 freaking two can you believe it oh my gosh and i do not look a day over 21 so yeah um oh one more thing y'all one thing I want to say, don't let preparation paralyze you, okay? Don't let preparation paralyze you. Oh, I got to do this. I got to get ready. I, before I launch it, it got to be like this. I, before I do it, I got I to gotta have this. Before I launch it, I got to have this. Before I uh, send the email, I got to do this. Don't let the preparation paralyze you. Ask, take God along with you. Bring God along with you every step of the way and ask him, when do I launch? When do I release? When do I reach out? When do I, um, uh, when do I do it, God? And he'll tell you, he'll tell you, whether you think it's ready or not, he let him tell you, okay? Let him tell you. So I love y'all. Um, I 
thank y'all. If y'all want to come celebrate with me, if you're in Dallas, if you want to come celebrate with me on Sunday, um, July 16th, come to my church, Committed to Christ International Ministries in Arlington, Texas. We start at 10 a.m., okay? I'll get there like 9.50 if you can. Um, again, Committed to Christ International Ministries in Arlington, Texas on Galleria Drive. July 16th. I would love to see you there. I would love to worship um, with you, worship our Father together with you. Um, yeah, we're gonna go up. We're gonna go up. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a time. A time will be had. So thank y'all so much for listening. Make you make sure you rate the podcast. Make sure you leave a review and make sure you share it to some share it with someone. Um, and yeah, thank you so much. And I will catch you next time. Bye.